Hi everyone, welcome to Blogging for the Blind with me, Michael Legg, your personal bodyguard. Uh, I'm going to read out a blog. It's called Popularity and it was written on Tuesday the 1st of May 2018, which is today, but I don't know if uh, this podcast version will be going out today. But yeah, just a bit of background, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, this is called Popularity and this is how it goes. I'm a huge fan of the band Sparks. They had massive chart hits in the early 70s with songs that were in no way obviously commercial. There were tunes there, clearly, but the complex arrangements, the witty, poetic lyrics and the falsetto vocals made them a challenge for some. And by some, I mean idiots. Plus, some people put off by the keyboard player looking a bit like Hitler. But Sparks only got better as time went on and, as a result became less popular. Of course, they've now been producing challenging, inventive pop music for so long and so often that everyone's finally realised how great they've always been and now they're really popular again. Sparks are two brothers aged 72 and 69 and they are pop stars. And I've been thinking about them a lot recently. In 1974, they were at the top of the charts, well, near it, and rubbing shoulders with Donny Osmond, Olivia Newton-John and Gary Glitter, and they probably could have gone on like that forever. But they kept changing their musical style and getting better, and generally people hate that. So the records got better, but the hits stopped. Then, last year, they had their first top five album in 40 years. Why? Because they did what they wanted, and they did it brilliantly, and it took the rest of the world that long to catch up. I've been thinking about Sparks lately because, as always, I've been thinking about myself. Where am I in all this? I do what I want and, well, do I have to wait until I'm 72 for the world to discover my genius? Or has the world already discovered that I'm shit? It's not like you can't be true to your art in stand-up comedy and be hugely successful. Look at Daniel Kitson. He sells out huge venues, like with almost no advertising, no TV presence, relying only on the fact that he's probably the best stand-up comedian in the country. John Oliver is another good example. He used to do clever, informed satire in front of drunks in crappy, stinking comedy clubs in dismal UK towns, a megabus cry away from London. Now, he does the same thing in front of the entire world on television. I'd say even Michael McIntyre is a good example too. He always wanted to connect with as many people as possible. Also, he's a great stand-up. He worked at it, stayed true to his aim, and it paid off. Whereas I swear a lot and have a moderately successful podcast. Not this one. But maybe people just haven't caught up with how brilliant that is yet. Yeah, maybe that's it. So, where am I? Where do I stand in the world of comedy? What has happened so far? And what are the soaring highs and the still falling lows? What have I achieved? What can I look back on? What is my moment? That moment where I was part of art and success. That moment where I was part of something that was going somewhere. What is the moment in my life where I felt a part of the comedy community 
with art and success and me sitting together as closely as we'll ever be. I think I know when that moment was. Many years ago, I was on a bill at a very small comedy night in Soho. I remember it very well for two reasons. Firstly, the bill was Daniel Kitson, Michael McIntyre, John Oliver and me. Yeah, let's just let that sink in for a second. Secondly, the venue's toilet was broken. While John Oliver was on stage being brilliant, I decided to go to the toilet. I went downstairs to the gents and as I entered, I saw Daniel Kitson walk out of the cubicle. E, it's broken, he said. That's how he speaks. It's broken, he said. But I needed it, so I went in. I locked the cubicle door and looked into the toilet bowl. There was shit in it. Daniel Kitson's shit. The shit of the future greatest stand-up in the country. I tried flushing the toilet, but nothing happened. It was disgusting, but I had no choice. I had to shit on the shit of the future greatest stand-up in the country. Then, Michael McIntyre walked into the gents for a pee. I knew it was him because he was talking and I recognised his voice. He was talking about me. He didn't say anything that bad, but he definitely didn't say anything that good. Something about how he was surprised that I was on the bill. Not that that bothered me, it really didn't. It's hard to be hurt by criticism when you're shitting on another man's shit. Above me, I heard the voice of John Oliver coming through the venue's PA system. He was doing a great routine about how it's always funny on the way here if you're a comedian. I laughed, and that laugh made Michael McIntyre stop talking. And that's my moment. The closest I've ever come to success. The voice of the most respected satirist of our time above me. Being bitched about by the most popular entertainer on TV at my side. And below me, the filth of the greatest stand-up comedian in the country. When do I get to sing my way? Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you like this podcast, uh, feel free to tell people about it. It's only a short thing, isn't it? Doesn't get in anyone's way. Doesn't kill anyone. I killed one person. It, apart from that guy, it doesn't kill anyone. I, it killed, I killed a few people. So what? Okay, it kills people. But let people know about it anyway. Some people need to be killed, right? Guys? 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 Um, if you, we, we, I'm, I'm guessing that there's still copies of Jerk the Musical on vinyl. If there is, go to Bandcamp, please buy them. Uh, at this moment of recording, there was 24 copies left, but I think a few podcasts should have gone out uh, before this one. So I don't know. Maybe now I've uh, plugged it enough that it, they've gone. I don't know. Um, thank you for listening. Why not join me? at the McCunliffe Comedy Festival this Sunday at 9pm. Go get a ticket from their website and I'll be doing a work-in-progress show called um, The Worst Nurse on Earth. I've no idea why I called it that. We'll find out on Sunday. 
But thanks for listening to this. Do you know what? I think you're really great. Bye. So when do I get to sing my way? When do I get to feel like Sinatra? When do I get to sing my way in heaven or hell? So when do I get to do it my way? When do I get to feel like Sinatra?